Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 12 of Thirst for Knowledge Podcast. I'm James Evers. I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. And today on the show, we're talking all about vacations. 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 Mm-mm. Baby. Yeah, so this is kind of a two-part episode in and of itself. We're in the first part. Uh, we're actually on vacation, talking about vacations. Ooh, that's right. It's uh, it's really sexy. And then um, we have a second part of the episode where we're back in the studio. We got a little uh, more statistics about vacations. Much less sexy. Much less sexy. Some fun facts and a couple stories and then some work stuff. Yeah. So uh, listen up and enjoy. 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 We're down in North Carolina. Welcome to our vacation episode. Yeah, TFK on the road. On the road. Fuck yeah. It's a great, great week. I'm enjoying myself. I'm getting some sun. I'm getting the laxing. Podcasting. Getting some peel and eat shrimps. Peel and eat delicious shrimps. Oh yeah. And today on the show, I'm drinking Make America Juicy again. It is a New England style IPA, and it's six and a half percent by Heretic. Ooh, mm. Seth, what do you got going on? <clears throat> um, I poured my beer earlier. I don't have the can in front of me, but I believe it's a Pedix Island from Trillium Brewing Company mm-hmm. out of uh, Boston slash Canton slash whatever other new place they're opening up. And it's it's pretty tasty. It's pretty standard Trillium, yeah, uh, New Englandish IPA mm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you drinking, baby? Me? Yeah. I'm drinking a Hurricane from Treehouse Brewery. It's a, it's an American double IPA. It comes in about 7.7%. Ooh, nice and, and heavy. Uh, it, yeah, it's from Treehouse in Massachusetts. Basically, we came... We came prepped. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We we got like 450 bucks in Treehouse beers. We got a couple cases of Trillium. We got yep. a case and a half of Treehouse, uh, not Treehouse, uh, Night Shift. Mm-hmm. We got four got some cases 603. of 603. Yep. The Session beers. Yeah. yeah. We got a whole bunch of mixed bags. We got some, what, five years of KBS we yep. still got to do. Yep. Yeah, so what's with the KBS? What do you, what do you guys, what do you, what do you plan on doing with that? I was just going to do a, a KBS vertical. So I, I, it, because over the past few years, it's been easier to get a hold of KBS. Right. Um, I've got a back stock now. I usually get like a four pack a year. And I've got one bottle each from 2014 through 2018. Okay. So we're going to... 2019. Yeah. And 29. Yeah, I got a, a 2019 as well. But we're going to do the... 14 through 18 split it between like four or five people mm. and just do kind of like a flight yeah do like a flight the uh, two ounce pours and compare see how it's aged yeah that kind of thing yeah that's gonna be great i can't wait for that yeah. last night we drank a whole bunch of heavy ass <laughs> dogfish beers <laughs> well they were all they were like it was the worldwide stout it was the vanilla oak age worldwide stout then we had that dogfish barley wine yeah, yeah. Then we had the um, double barrel bourbon, the maple. bourbon stout, and then we had the maple one, right? Yeah, the the curmudgeons better have. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, and then James busted out his <laughs> mead. 
and we drank a bunch of and Seth's wine. Yeah, yeah, those are all high test beers. Yeah, yeah. I, I was buzzing pretty good. After I the didn't end of drink it. that much last night, but we had some higher ABVs, man. 17, yeah. a 17, a the 15. The Worldwide Stouts can get up to like 17% alcohol. Yeah. And it was funny, after tasting those and then going from that bourbon stout. Yeah. It, it was tastes like water. like water, man. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Insane. Um, a lot of fun. A lot of drinking. I know. I love it, man. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be home like DTing, hoping I could have some more, but I, I know I shouldn't. Yeah, you know, we've been hydrating properly, though, drinking some water, some seltzers, some noon tablets. Yes, every morning I'll make a batch of fruit-infused water, about two and a half gallons worth, and usually by the end of the day, everybody, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, said we definitely. still probably have 100 beers in the fridge. Maybe Probably. eighty, but uh, yeah, you're you're probably it's probably sixteen ounces. Oh, sixteen yeah. ounces. Here's we got some twelves too, though. Yeah. This is the first year we we haven't had to make multiple beer runs. Yeah, mm. while we're down here, everybody came stocked and prepared. Yeah, it was nice. It's good. Yeah, yeah. So we've been kind of doing this. Well, I know I've been doing this vacation for. So where is, are we? We just said North Kakalak. Yeah, yeah. So we're in the Outer Banks in North Carolina right now. Yeah, um, Hatteras. This was a trip that was brought to our attention from our good friend, Jamie, who's been coming down with her family for years and years and years. Her whole life, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So they, they come down every year because we're off season, so it's a little bit cheaper. But they're also big like windsurfers, surfers, uh, you know, cyclists and everything, very active. And uh, Cape Hatteras is a great place for doing All the... All that stuff. Yeah. Um, you've got the sound on one side and the ocean on the other. Yeah. So in in the calmer water on the sound, in it's shallower. It's better for the windsurfing and the um, it's, kiteboarding things yeah. like that. And you get a lot of wind here too. So that's great. It's like, constant. It's exactly it's what constant. you need for it. Yeah. And then on the other side, you've got the ocean. So you've got great surfing and all that. And it's less. What's the dis like? It's less than a mile. It's less than oh, like a def- half a mile. Oh, In less some spots, that. I would say like 400 <clears throat> yards. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. four or 500 yards. So, But for uh, for us New Englanders, when we come down here in the early to mid-April, we're going from like 40, 50 degree weather, still 20 degrees at night. We come down here and your lows at night are like 50, 50 60. 60. And it's warm as hell. Yeah. It feels great. <laughs> it feels like summer. Yeah, so exactly. It's, yeah. it's a nice bridge into our summer season. Yeah. And then by the time we get back, that week is like a good transitioning week. So when we get back, it's kind of like getting to 60s, yep. maybe a few high high 60s. Yeah. yeah. And so, what's cool about this is the the house we're staying at so we're we're in a a beach house in Cape Hatteras is it considered is it like this Rodanthe? is all this is, is all this Rodanthe? Yeah. I think this, this city is we're in is is technically Rodanthe. okay yeah. so the beach house we're staying in I mean we got a group of 12 12 people uh, we've had some couples come and go mm-hmm. um, but we're basically staying in like a three-story beach house with like i don't know like six seven bathrooms i think you know, like 11 bathrooms 11, yeah, there, i think is there more have i not located them all place. and a naked baby Woo. hey naked baby <laughs> it's baby c cj yeah um yeah so that was actually that was jamie yes. jamie's uh on the podcast yep 
um yeah she's the one that showed us all these ropes man and this is Great. it's been a good tradition yeah it's been awesome and it's cheap cheap as fuck cheap and that's what i was getting at so yeah. in the off season you know we're paying for like a like a 15 bedroom 11 bathroom house three-story beach house we're paying if we split it amongst all the couples staying i mean it's only like 200 bucks per person right per couple per couple yeah yeah, yeah. so to, 100 bucks per person to rent this beach house for a full week yeah, yeah. whereas Next week, the prices are going to double or skyrocket. Yeah, it's yeah. something like that. I don't know the exact on-season yeah. prices, but they're they're definitely higher. Very yeah. cheap. It's fun. But yeah. we reserve this place like a year in advance. Mm-hmm. Every year, yeah. yeah, it's been good, man. Can't yep. complain. Bunch of ribeyes, all the grilling, <clears throat> peeing on each ramps. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> good food, good beer, good people. What more could you ask for, man? Yeah, yeah. And it's a, and it's the first vacation that I've I've been going on where there's no agenda. Mm. Yep, like do there really want. is like no rules. You just do whatever you want. Yeah, and a lot of times it's just hanging poolside or beachside and just having beers. It's yeah. good, man. Yep, can't complain. Cooking up some good food. Mm-hmm. Um, so using that vacation as kind of like a bridge. I mean, you know. Did you guys ever go on like family vacations? Was that a thing in your household? Not really for me. Why not? Did you ever do any? You did so you never had a regular vacation, but did you ever were, go on like small ones? So there were a few like, things like day trips. This is as far as we really went for a family vacation. My dad worked a lot of night shifts. My mom was a nurse, so they both worked a lot. So I was kind of like during the day if I wasn't at school, I was doing whatever I wanted to do out in the woods or whatever. My dad, my mom would be working during the day, and my dad would be sleeping during the day yeah. because he's got to work. Yeah. So it'd be really rare for us to have some free time to actually do something as a family. Mm. But when we did, it was probably once a year, maybe like, th- I think I did it like three times in my life, but we went to a Gunkwit Beach. Okay. Yeah. So that was kind of like, it was a day trip. We'd f- drive there in the morning drive back at night but i would go there and i we only went there because i like to catch stuff and, you know gunk was a good good place because there was a big river mm-hmm. freshwater river that would drain into the ocean and there was full of crabs and shrimps and like <laughs> i remember I, one year i found like um a dead stingray and i put it in my backpack i brought it home <laughs> oh and i tried to dissolve that thing in coca-cola because mm-hmm. everyone said oh you can dissolve you know, a nail and Coke. I was like, I'm going to dissolve a stingray and Coke. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And I put it, it did For not what dissolve. Purpose? I don't know. Like, science, baby. <laughs> were you trying to like dissolve the like fleshy a, part and to get, get a good bones? like skeleton? Yeah. No, I was just trying to dis- dissolve them completely. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, was, I was slowly learning how I could get rid of a body, you know, uh, of course, and, yeah, you know, yeah, if yeah. I got enough Coke, maybe I, you know, <laughs> I mean, using an acidic beverage, I mean, or an acidic liquid. I mean, you're you're partially right. You're in you're, the you're, right direction. Right? Yeah, um, it didn't work. <laughs> I was deathly afraid of sharks too. I remember I, I swam across the river. I could walk across it. Yeah, and then I was playing over on that side where I found that dead stingray, and then the tide came in without me noticing, and I had to swim across the river, and I was like, I'm going to get eaten alive by a shark right now. Like, I only had to swim, like, 20 yards. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to die for sure. And I, like, every second I wasted not swimming across, it got deeper and deeper. And yeah. I was like, I got to go now. I got to go now. 
And I, I remember like a bunch of people were like, hey, you need some help? And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I didn't get eaten by a shark, but. No, oh, I mean. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> I have both my legs. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what about you, Seth? Um, so for the most part, we did have a regular family vacation yeah. growing up. It was always early August, I think. And it kind of coincided with my parents' um, wedding anniversary. Okay. So um, I, th- I, th- I don't remember the story exactly, but I'm pretty sure that they went on their honeymoon in York Beach, Maine. Okay. And then they just continued that tradition of going back to York Beach, Maine on the anniversary of, of their wedding kind and they of would bring the fam and then yeah once they had a family and everything then cool. they would bring us up and we could just kind of go there so what time of year was this it was early august okay so yeah. still so beach weather still beach weather in in new england pretty pretty warm at that time um and as as far as i can remember it was a pretty standard vacation for me anyways you know we every now and then we change up the motel or the hotel that we stayed in <laughs> right. but um we'd go down to the beach uh the the long sands over long there sands beach yeah we'd go over to the short sands and then we'd go to the downtown area and visit all the shops i remember there was a shell emporium place that we'd just walk around up and down the aisles yeah i was into like collecting rocks and stuff so every time we went there i'd buy some kind of like gemstone rocks, yeah, stuff to add to my 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 rock collection that I had, which I think is still somewhere. I think really, I think, it's, that I think it still exists. Yeah, okay. Um, that might be one of the only collections from my childhood. That's I think that am I've recently uncovered my my baseball, you know, card collection. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I used to have a baller ass rock collection. Yeah, I used to love collecting rocks. Went out to Utah. And we went and collected rocks down in Utah. Nice. And I found this rock, dude, that was been it was weathered by the rivers for so long that it was a solid rock, but there was like thousands of holes in it. Oh, weird! Like a sponge, and I had that. So sick. Found some pumice, which was pretty sweet That's rock. Pretty it's, cool. It's like yeah. a really light rock for people who don't know. It it looks solid when you pick it up. It's light and it's mm. just very porous, like a sponge, but it's hard. Yeah, yeah. I have a pumice stone. Yeah, right. Yeah. Found some pumice out in yeah. the wood in the desert, I guess. Mm. Rocks, though. Fuck yeah, I love yeah. rocks. So that, that was a part of it. Visiting the other shops downtown, watching them pull the tap, the saltwater taffy. They yeah, had, it was so old yeah, school. I remember like, that? You could imagine that existing because all the equipment and everything looks like it's been there forever. Oh yeah, it's all very well maintained and clean, but. It, it reminds you of like a downtown soda shop place from like the fifties or right. There's a zoo down there too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one of Gina and I's first vacations we did together. We went down to York Mm -hmm. and we had, uh, we rented out a camping spot right over there. Oh yeah. There's a little camping ground, like right there on the beach. You can walk to the beach and stuff. Yeah. We did that a couple of times actually, instead of the hotel thing. Ooh. Yeah. We did that. And, um, I remember one night we were just sleeping in the tent, like kind of getting ready to sleep. We're laying in the hey popping tops, getting ready to like go to bed. We're just laying in the tent, and all all of a sudden you just hear a lion roar. Oh my god! And I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> was that shit?" I was like, "There's no way there's a lion out here." That's before I knew there was a zoo like a hundred oh, yards from the woods. Yeah, and I was like sweating. I was like, "Is there a lion out here?" Because that sounded real as hell. 
And then next day I was like, oh shit, there's a zoo, thank God. <laughs> I was ready to fucking pack up and go. Man. No, York is fun. Yeah. I haven't been back, I think. Guac and roll, no, baby. Me and, me and Christine out. went to York. Um, it was either the first or second year we did it together. So, I mean, it's still a while ago now. You know, yeah. seven, seven or so years. Um, but we also did that trip. Me and me and Justin did that trip once or twice together in high yeah. school with like high school friends. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. that was neat. Very yeah. different. It, it feels different going on your own vacations. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. As opposed to being a part of your family and, and doing the family vacation, and then you kind of more independently going with a group of friends or even on your own as an adult as an adult yeah. it's a very very different and bizarre feeling and it'll probably be different from if you ever have kids and then you want a, a vacation as as the parent now oh, yeah right yeah. like right now i'm in this this nice little area where i have no kids and i have enough money where i can do whatever the hell i want <laughs> it's pretty nice where i can just like get drunk every day not have any worries yeah right wake up Go buy whatever I want. Like eat whatever like, I want. Like two like, pounds of peel and eat shrimp. Exactly. Two pounds of peel and eat shrimp. Ain't nothing, maybe. <laughs> right now, I think I'm peaking. I'm peaking right now. <laughs> when it comes to vacations. Yeah. 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 It's definitely a different feeling. You know, it's it's a shame. I I don't really remember any family vacations that I ever took, where it was like a full on family affair. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I think there was a couple like down in you know Disneyland, California. Is that Disneyland's California or Disney World? Uh, Disney it, World is Orlando, Florida. Okay, right? so yeah, Disneyland, um, California. We definitely I took mean, a, we took Orlando, a, Florida, not California. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, we took a couple trips there, and I was way too young to actually even remember any of this. I do. I've heard remember remember hearing stories of like. Me as a, as like an infant trying to jump out of the log ride as where as the log is going down. <laughs> oh my down. god! <laughs> and my, Get me out of here! And my, bro- my brother had to like catch me and drag me back in the like the log boat. Wow. Um, yeah, but that's about the extent of it. You know, growing up, we were kind of broke. What about you know? yeah, me like too. camping? Didn't you guys? Well, like- me, me and my pops. Yeah, my dad always took us camping yeah um which was a lot of fun definitely one of my more favorite sort of annual traditions mm-hmm. um there was one year it was pretty sweet we we went down into the cape and did a cape house for like four or five days um with like my extended family cousins things like yeah. that basically everybody from like my dad's side a lot a lot of fun i still remember that 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 trip too. You That's know, that, cool. that was my first introduction to horseshoe crabs. Oh, yeah. And then I'd go on the beach, and there'd just be like carcasses of like <laughs> horseshoe crabs everywhere. I'm like, oh my god, what Damn. the hell are these things? <laughs> what are these ancient creatures? <laughs> they, yeah. they were fucking freaky, man. Yeah, they are weird. Yeah, They're a little scary too. Of course Those they are. Mm-hmm. Swords they have. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ass swords. Their butt swords. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> go get you. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, definitely a different vibe now, mm. being able to vacation on my own. Make your own decisions. You decide, like, what you want to eat, where you want to eat, like, yeah. I'm where you want to go. I'm definitely yeah. enjoying it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're we're pretty fortunate, too, to have such a good group of friends that gets along pretty well, and is yeah. we're able to work well together to... Live under one roof for a week. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And not want to kill each other and still have a really good time. Yeah. yeah. We all have the same 
values and enjoy the same things. Beer, beers are drugs and alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's good. And what's cool about this vacation is every every night we cook like a hearty dinner. Oh yeah, we cook like a big family style dinner, man. Mm -hmm. Like last night, James made some tasty ribeyes. Mm -hmm. Our our grill master, DJ Ames, over here. They honestly could have used like one more minute on the grill yeah i was a little disappointed but it's okay they were they, still delicious they were, good, they, were still good. they were seasoned well yeah, yeah. they were they yeah. were good and yeah. if we're grilling tonight i gotta go up there eventually and take those steaks out let them warm up yeah we're we definitely are, grilling. we are going to be doing that so after this podcast we'll, yeah. we'll grab those steaks <laughs> definitely yeah but what, what about have you guys i mean when you think of a, a, a child, or not even a child, but like a teenager on like a family vacation, mm. you think like, oh, my annoying parents, my annoying siblings, right. like, oh, I don't want to be here, I don't want to do this. Like, mm. you gotta first think- of all, that that that's fucking bullshit, man. You're you you as a kid are getting a fucking free ride to a destination, <clears throat> like, how goddamn fortunate are you, man? And it just sucks that you're. The mentality of, of you at that age, I mean, you can't help it. It's just kind of oh, it's brain development, and hormones. Brain develop- There's so much stuff going on. You're there. so yeah. intrinsically selfish, and it's all about you. Yeah, it sucks that you can't enjoy those things. Well, man. you can if you do the right vacations. Like I remember, you got to go places of what a teen. What does a teenager like to do at that age? You know, it depends, right? I think I think a good spot for a teenager is like a. Um, like Old Orchard Beach, like during the summer. Okay, there's girls there, mm-hmm. there's, which is important for a which teenager. Is important. You want <laughs> just even if you know you're not like you know going out there looking for some, looking for some girls. <laughs> you can at least like look at the girls, right? Yeah. You know, even or if you're any not just interaction. But really. plus that, arcades are over there. That's a huge yep. thing for teenagers. Yeah. You know, there's amusement park ride. You could just your parents could just be like, hey, go off. Here's a hundred bucks or whatever. Go have fun for the day, and you can you can have fun. Yeah, you know. But I think you know, as you get as you grow up, and you right now, you know, I'm not ha- I don't have any kids, so I'm doing my own thing. If I had a kid, I'd want to do something where you know they could learn a, a little bit. You know, like something more educational, yeah, educational, or like just make sure there's animals or something. They could be like, oh, you want to go catch a crab, or you want to go do this somewhere where you they can learn something. Yeah. And then as they grow up, you know, you got to entertain their minds a little bit more yeah. with, with pussy and video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember... Keep that I, liquor out so they can steal some. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, in my teen years, when we went on a couple of those vacations, I'm pretty sure I brought, like, an N64 with me. Yeah. Wait, like, really? For the hotel room. I remember at least doing that once. Right. And, may, and didn't even really play it that much. Just brought it, maybe played for a little bit. But most of Definitely the time... Definitely bring your Game Boy, you know? know? Oh, yeah. That long yeah. ride, you need some entertainment. For the mm-hmm. record, uh, Seth brought his N64 here this vacation. <laughs> How are you? Are you almost done oh, with that shit? Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm going all in. So last year was the first year I was like, holy crap, I've got all this free time. I never play video games anymore. So whenever I play video games now... I never go to new stuff. I always go back to super nostalgic stuff that I did when I was a kid. And you got it too because the new games now. I have to learn it. It's a lifetime like, of playing. You yeah, need, it takes yeah. like nine months to 100% a game where right. Super Nintendo or N64 maybe like a day 10 or two. hours, man, yeah. 
So, so you, what did you play last year? So last year I played um, Legend of Zelda um, Link to the Past, which is the Super Nintendo Zelda game. Correct, yes. And I tried to beat it all in one day. <laughs> yes. Which I almost succeeded at, except like a third of the way through the game. Um, the, the file corrupted. The file corrupted, and I couldn't. I couldn't get my file back, so I restarted. Your Ugh. save erased. That shit, that shit would piss me off so bad. I would be like, "Fuck this yeah, game," dude. and I'd hey. walk away. But I restarted, and then I got all the way up to the last spot. And by that time, it was late at night, and everybody's drinking and having a good time. And I'm like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> yeah. So, are you gonna try to beat it this year? So this year, I'm playing Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Which man, that game came out a while ago. It was like '96. Right? I think it was 96 or 98. Oh. Maybe 98. Okay. Mm, I remember I was in, when I got that game, I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, Either I'm not way. even going to be able to count. Yeah, we're not yeah. going to do, we're going <laughs> to like five feet or something. Yeah. We're not doing maths right now, but that game came out a long time ago. Yeah. And it's Does a it gem. Still hold up? And it is a gem. I still think it holds up, man. But I'm like, super biased right it's so nostalgic for me right true you know and i that's probably the game that i've played the most like i I pretty much have the thing memorized i'm not like a elite like speed runner on it or anything but i know all the parts that that you have to do you were doing all kinds of stuff yeah you were like oh yeah in order to get the last the fourth bottle i need to kill these 10 pose and they're they all spawn in these uh 10 spots along the the main map of hyrule and and i still remember them all yeah it was crazy it's crazy it's it's crazy how it comes back to you you know and and for those listening unlocking those weird spots in your brain there's so much information you're like god damn for those listening seth has nope has the water temple memorized it's my favorite temple and seth can beat it (laughs) without referring to any sort of strategy guides or any uh Mm. game faqs none of that stuff seth can do it from memory which is impressive all about the water temple man yeah yeah so many cool things. You know, you get to fight Dark Link. It's 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 really neat. You do get to fight Dark Link. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a lot of manipulation of like the water levels in the temple and and access to different rooms. Oh man, it's it's a fucking yeah. nightmare. So I haven't beat it yet. I thought I could do it in a day, but that game is way longer than I thought it was. Yeah, so it it's long. it's taken You're, a few sittings. Yeah. But I'm almost there. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, you used to bring video games to you brought it once to your family I, I think, vacation. I think so, yeah. And I didn't really play it because we were out at the beach, we were out doing other stuff. Like you really don't spend too much time in a hotel right. or whatever you're when out you're on vacation. Of the day and yeah. You're only there to sleep and maybe eat dinner or whatever. Yeah. And in our vacations weren't long. It was just I, I was it a overnight? I, I want to say maybe yeah. a couple overnights. Okay. Like This is the longest vacation I ever been on is a week. Um, plus, you know what's we come here Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and then we leave Friday, Saturday. So yeah. it's like a full seven day days. Yeah, I don't think we ever did full week vacations no, when not I was no younger. Way. Like not weekends. Not even close. You know, yeah. weekends. I mean, you're definitely right after school on Friday or leaving Saturday morning, and then coming back for school Monday, unless mm-hmm. there's a weekend. You know, Patriots Day or yeah, well, or if it's a school July vacation, 4th, yeah, like, yeah, school like, vacation, yeah, summer vacation. I, I don't think we ever did any winter vacations, anything like that. Like we weren't winter sports people no me either yeah even though we live in the winter sport area i know there's so many great places so close and i feel so bad i don't take advantage of that (laughs) there's people who probably would love to live out here just for those things they come out here for vacation right yeah and they fuck that shit squander that shit (laughs) um yeah 
So, I mean, shit. Yeah. Vacations. It's fun, man. I love them. You need them. You need some uh, mental health days for sure, especially if you have long work weeks. Like for me, man, winter is work, work, work. I'm plowing. I'm doing emergency storm work. I'm By doing my plowing. F- James is talking about. I'm his a professional. Porn, I'm porn a pres- career. professional gay porn actor, <laughs> and I'm just plowing, <laughs> plowing that BP. Yeah. <laughs> Those but, uh, uh, DVDA scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Gay porn makes some money, baby. If you want to be successful, you got to do it. But no, I'm working, and something like this right after the winter is perfect for me. To I mean, relax, you were, you were working like 80 hours of overtime. Oh, yeah, easy. Of overtime on top of your additional 40 yeah. hours. Of, yeah. I was making some money. That, I mean, that's where I make all the money, too, for my, for my job. Right. I mean, I make... I probably do four to five hundred hours of overtime a year, and the majority of it is in the wintertime from probably yeah. November to March. So by this time, I mean, you you feel, you're like, dude, man, you, you needed this vacation. And I was kind of feeling the same way leading up uh, before this week. I was just kind of burnt out. It's the yeah. only vacation I ever take, and, you know, is it's, it's this week-long vacation. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like sporadic days off for like hiking and things like yeah. that but it's nothing to this extent right of just pure relaxation yeah no rules sleep whenever you want eat whenever you and want it doesn't cost much yeah no man we're paying maybe for this whole week total food beer accommodations living yeah I budget maybe what 350 yeah I budget so for everything total for one person driving down here Gas tolls. Gas tolls. Food, beer, what, rent. What is it about? Fun. I budget eight hundred bucks. Okay. And which is probably on the higher side. Which is the higher side. That's like giving me an extra couple hundred just in case anything. Yeah. And that's not that much, man. For a whole week's For a vacation. Whole week yeah. Of all you can drink, all you can eat, <laughs> all you can sleep in a nice place with your own master bedroom, yep. with a hot tub, with a pool. With fucking access ocean, to the ocean sound. and the sound. We got longboards. We got a tennis court. We got a fucking windsurfing equipment, dude. You can do whatever you want here. Yeah. All with your bucks. friends. All, All with your with close your friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they were just vacation popping tops, man. Yeah. And we're not drinking Bud Light for everybody who's listening. We're drinking <laughs> the state of the art, best breweries we can get access to. We're getting IPAs. We're getting KBS. We're getting Stouts. We're getting New Englands. We're getting some Treehouse. Get some Trillium. We're getting he's, some goddamn night shit, baby. Mixing, we're getting some 603. breweries we're with, with beer style. Pew, pew. We're drinking vodka, baby. We're drinking pew. rum. We're drinking whiskey. Yeah. We're drinking urine, baby. Delicious. Yeah. So, um, I guess for those listening, why does this matter? Why does, why does any of this matter? Why, why do vacations matter? Whatever, man. Like, why does this matter? Who? Parent what does it baby. Good luck. What does it Thank matter you. that we're, Thank we're, you. Good night. we're talking about how we vacation with all you can eat, all you can drink? James is rattling off stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think, well, vacations in general, I think, are important. Right. Um, and, and not just in the sense of the traditional like beach vacation it's weird right that 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 beach vacation is so popular in the u.s Mm. um and we'll have to in our 
So we're going to do another component to this episode. Right now, you're hearing the very relaxed conversation we're having while we're on vacation. But we're going to do a second segment where we kind of dive deeper into some statistics and some reasoning. Why do people take vacations? When do they take them? Where do they take Why them? Why do they take them? Yeah. And, uh. and, and some stats. Like some people can't afford to take vacations. Some people take them either way but like i think it's not a necessarily very, maybe afford but they just don't have the time yeah some of it's time some of it's like benef- like people don't have the benefits from work you know what i mean i think yeah. it should be a stand yeah. and we should look up to um like the u.s versus other countries as well because i yeah. know that like there's other countries that like it's a standard that you have like more vacation time in yeah for work in yeah. overall in businesses like in the u.s it's tough man like and you need to be able to have that that time where you take a break from your normal surroundings, right? Like when you're at home and you're going to work, like that's most of your time, right? Like you're yeah. at home, you're at work, you're at home, you're at work. And if you want to like mix up your daily routine and be inspired and like kind of, cause when you're in the same funk where you're driving on the same road to get to work every day and then you're driving back and then you wake up and you're in the same bed every day, like, you don't have as much creative stimuli. Everything's very regimented and rigid. And that's typical for a lot of Americans, right? Yeah. So like when you go out and explore and when you go to different areas and take different vacations or small trips and everything, you're putting yourself in a different state of mind. You're not in a very like, sometimes you're in a familiar situation, but it's not nearly as familiar as your everyday situation. Yeah. You know, so it's going to stimulate you creativity you know, stimulate your creativity, all that kind of stuff, give you a break from that normal routine, you know? Plus I think on a, like a more subconscious level, because you're out of your, your normal routine, you're out of your environment, your comfort comfort zone, zone, all that stuff. it, It almost allows your body to feel, you can relax more. Yeah. Like that tension, that tension and stress can kind of, it's easier to release when you're in a different location, um, kind of on your own, versus if you were to do like a staycation. Exactly, exactly. You know, you're at home, you take some time off work, you stay at home for a week, but you, you still almost, it, it's harder to break from your normal routines, and you, you can almost yeah. find yourself, I mean, I've done a couple staycations, yeah. and I find myself st- almost slipping into the same routines. Yeah. You're seeing... I'm not the, really the, doing anything different. You're seeing familiar surroundings. Yeah. So you think, what do I do in these surroundings? These are the things I do. Well, yeah. oh, I, I work on some stuff or I do this or I, I'm lazy or whatever. Yeah. And this is shaking it up completely because you're not seeing your everyday surroundings. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do you ever... Uh, let me ask you guys this. And I was thinking about this on the way when we were driving to the grocery store the other day. Mm. Do you ever get that weird feeling when you're in a new place, in like a new town or whatever? You kind of like, does this thought, does the thought of like moving to this location ever cross your mind? Like, oh my God, how nice would it be to just stay here? Oh yeah, all the time. Just stay here and not go back. But then you got to think even deeper and be like, nah. But well, no, yeah, I mean, oh, almost all, all the time. All the time, though. 100%. Yeah. I'm always like, well, that's stupid. That Stop thinking that. You want to buy this house, man? Imagine that. But then you think, like, oh, in the off season, there's nothing to do. Right. You're far from stuff. But, like, yeah, during that time, you're like, having so much fun. You're like, oh, imagine doing this all the time. Right. Imagine living here, doing this and that. 
I don't really get that feeling. No. And no. even all the places, I mean, I haven't, I'm not super traveled, you know, I, I think we've talked about this before, but I've only, I've been to Canada, but I've only been, really been to other places in the U.S. And I've been to some beautiful places, you know. Yeah. But I have never really gotten the feeling like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I want to live here. It's like, some of the places I've been to, I, I, I could live here. That would be really cool. But in general, the things that are, like, really important to me are friends and family and the the activities that I do. And I, I could pretty much do what I do in any, you're at any, anywhere, you know. But then I lose access to my friends and my family and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. You know. And to me, it's like life is really short, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'd rather spend time with people. Like, yeah, there's a lot of different locations and and a lot of the times you get that grass is always greener like oh if i lived here life would be so much better but that's not the answer to me you know i I don't like i don't think i would get fulfillment out of that and that's almost never true yeah Yeah. like it's a nice thought oh my god you know i'll be so much happier living here and then you live here and you're like all your problems all your bullshit you're gonna get with those same routines like everything it's not like you're gonna move someplace and then have a a drastically different life sometimes maybe that's the case in like extreme circumstances you know but I I imagine for like the average middle class American that's probably you could pretty much live in any major city or town in America and you're gonna have a very similar experience as far as going to work during the day yeah you know doing your thing sleeping at night in your house etc yeah. yeah I smell that I smell it <laughs> yeah yeah you know you gotta you gotta put your priorities you know in front of you look at them and see what you enjoy and what you like and mm. you know think about stuff like that because that's what makes what your life is you know yeah your day to day right I could never I could probably never leave nothing that like one of my brothers left far away when he was my age and he always told me he's like you gotta get out you gotta get out of you know Massachusetts you gotta get out of you know living near your family and stuff he's like you can't like rely on them type thing and at first, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I got to." Once I leave college, once I get a job, then maybe I'll like move away. But now I'm I'm seeing it in a different way than he sees it. I'm like, I don't want to move away from my family, man. I enjoy. They might be crazy, but I enjoy their company and they enjoy my company. And why? It's almost like I'm abandoning them, you know. And I'm like, what if they need me for something one day and I can't drive back or I can't fly back in time to like be give them what they need or help them out for something right you know and i i feel after you know maturing a little bit and growing up as an adult now as opposed to being a kid you know you re- you realize those relationships that you m- might have not had with your parents that you have now are more important than you know maybe starting a new life somewhere else mm. I, I see what your brother is saying in that and i i still i i I'm kind of in both camps in this one. Mm, So I understand what your brother's saying. I think what he really means is cut off, not just almost like finding yourself, finding your own way, almost severing this, um, like this dependence and and sort of build this, build a more independent life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when you're, you know, you're, you're growing up, 
your parents are always there for you. They're always there to bail you out. Right. It, you know, in most cases, I mean, that's the thing. It might be the opposite for me. <laughs> but Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. you know, you knew as a kid, like, okay, if shit goes south. I can always go back. You can always go back. You can always go back to your parents. Right. That I think what, you, what your brother is saying is you want to try to break away from that to show okay I can do this yeah it, it's it's you start to de- develop your own way of being on your own right okay he did a pretty extreme version of cutting his yeah. safety net yeah right you know? like yeah. he went far enough away where if something happened he had to figure it out without right. them being able to right you don't have yeah, right to there. move to like a new country or across the country right um, you know even kind of doing something like you did Seth yeah you know I, I feel like was that was a good balance of cutting independent ties being independent but also being there for being your family enough, yeah like i'm i'm in i'm in pretty close distance within an hour probably yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and and that's helpful but also it's not like well i'm i'm you know i'm like five minutes away where you can yeah. just like when you start to get to that hour range it's like oh if something really bad happens like yeah you can make that hour drive simple yeah right? like right. for stupid stuff you learn to ah, I don't, I don't get that this. distance <laughs> get that distance you know yeah. I hear that yeah yeah I don't know yeah but vacations man yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for vacations, especially as a kid, is just to get those memories, you know? Have those yeah. memories with your family and your friends and something you can look back on and, you know, good good time memories, Were you know? Were they always good? Uh, no, no, no. I remember there was one time when we went, we planned, you know, our Gunkwit Beach trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead of going to the beach, we stayed in the hotel all weekend because my mom was like... Got she got like food poisoning. Oh god! And she was just puking and shitting her brains out. <laughs> no. And I was like, I want to go to the beach, but I was like, we ain't going nowhere. Your mom's sick. I'm like, well, leave her here. We can go to the beach, baby. You ain't sick. I'm not sick. <laughs> but then it ended up being like me and my brother watching TV all fucking weekend. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this sucks. Yeah. Fuck mom. Did you, that bitch? <laughs> did you ever do something on vacation like that got you in? Like you were in deep fucking trouble. Like, not necessarily, like, arrested, but, like, borderline, anything anything that ruined the actual, like, vacation itself? No, not really. I didn't go on enough to get myself into those situations. No no hijinks. Uh, I remember one time my parents brought me and my friend Phil and my brother camping in, like, Fitchburg or Lunenburg, this place called Crystal Lake or Crystal Springs or something like that. Crystal Lake? Yeah. And there's, like, this mass... There's this murderer, dude. He was going around scab people. He, like, tied his shoelaces together. He fell on his machete. <laughs> no, but, uh... We went to this place... And it was like a state. It was like a state park. So there's like no drinking, you know, like after ten o'clock bullshit. Yeah. And I remember me and my friend Phil. We were like just being little punk ass kids, and we ended up going to like the there was like a community bathroom showers thing. Yeah. And I remember we could we were just sitting down listening to this dude banging a hooker in the bathroom. <laughs> And then, like, and we, I was like, this is definitely a hooker. I was, like, 14. I was like, this is definitely a hooker. And then he came out of the stall with her, paid some dude, and the hooker and the guy just drove off. And that was the end what? of it. And I was like, there you go. I told you he was banging a hooker. Oh, my God. Me and my friend Phil were just sitting there, like, listening to someone have sex. I'm like, this is what sex sounds like. Because <laughs> you were, like, at that age, or, like, you probably talked about how you banged tons of chicks at 14, oh. but you never even seen a boobie. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. 
man. That's great. Did you ever have, like, did you ever ruin a vacation, Seth? Or? I don't know, man. I, you knew me. I was, like, a goodie. I didn't, yeah. like, cause too much trouble for That's the most true. part. I mean, you could probably ask my parents if there was something weird. Like, right, yeah, I don't really remember anything. But I don't remember anything. There's nothing that stands out. Um, I, I was just thinking when he was talking about camping trips, though. I think when we do... Um, we need to do a podcast on camping trips. I mean, we're going to go camping this year, right, Gondosaur? We're going to Catan? We're going to Catan. We won't really be camping, per se, but maybe we that would be a bad time. We July could. 4th, I'm doing a, I'm doing a, a couple You're doing day a hike. You're doing a through hike, right? Hike, camping, hike thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I got to pee, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is, a, you know, this is half of one episode. We're going to yeah. be back in probably like two and a half quarter seconds, and you're yeah. going to see us again. Maybe there'll be some weird, like, buffer music or something, you know. Yeah, but we're going to yeah. extend this vacation for a couple more days, go to Dogfish, and can, then we'll can talk the, about the Can the buffer music be, like, um, like uh, you know, a lot vacation. of, like, like uh, bar chords and upstrokes and, like... Oh, very... Yeah, we'll do it in the theme of the music that we listen to in Hatteras here. Yeah. yeah. Right, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Awesome. All right. Uh, All right. All right, we'll, we'll catch you guys on the other side. See you later. Remember, seconds will pass, but days will have really passed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> that was actually how we started the uh, the first part of this episode was with the barp, you know. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We started it with a burp. We also started it by commenting how comfortable we were because we were in different surroundings. I don't remember last episode. Yeah, I have so, no recollection of it. Um, Are we Jay- recording? We're recording. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. James was sitting on a couch. He was pretty excited about that. Yep, now I'm sitting in a wood <clears throat> chair. A yeah, wood chair. A wood chair. We're back in the studio for uh, the second half of the vacations episode. Oh, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not as enthusiastic uh, right now because we're not on vacation anymore. <laughs> no, true. we're not on vacation anymore. It's all over, but it was so much fun. And now we're back in the studio, <laughs> sitting in wood chairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, yeah. what are you, what are y'all drinking? Why as we start it? We're drinking, oh. right? I'm drinking. What are you drinking? What am I drinking? I'm having one of my uh, little hell what? hell is lagers. I still got that on tap. It's still tasting pretty good. 
I'm drinking the Cosmic Debris. Did we mm. have we mentioned that on the podcast yet? I think we mentioned it when I was brewing it, but I don't think we actually mentioned it. That was I don't think the... anybody's drank it on podcast yet. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> so what 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 is the Cosmic Debris? Um so I got some new uh hop variety called Zappa hops and that's just a single hop Zappa. Hop. Okay. Um, interesting hop. I think it's gotten better uh, a couple weeks older. But it's 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 a it's a weird hop. It is I, a weird hop. I think it would be better in a blend by itself. It's it's a little overwhelming. I don't know. There, I've had everybody that's tasted it has described it different to me so far. So, <laughs> what have they? What were some uh, descriptions that stood out? I've heard fruity, um, but like fruity is a pretty broad description, sure. right? I get more like limey flavors, maybe a little bit of spiciness to it. Um, mm. Yeah, but it's strange. Yeah, it's it, I I can't, I don't know if I like it or not. I'm like on this. I'm like in this weird like purgatory of whether or not. I'm kind of. I go back and forth each day. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. And then some days I'm like, yeah, this is really what I want right now. Yeah, but you know, free beer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> James, what are you drinking? Oh, <laughs> I'm drinking a vodka Red Bull, baby. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that energy. Oh yeah, yeah. We got sleepy. We got a long day of podcasting ahead of us right now. So it's Saturday, and I worked every day since Saturday, All Monday right. through Friday, like a regular working person. Yep. So now I'm sleepy. No vacation. <laughs> no vacation. This is a long weekend, though, right? It is Memorial mm. Day weekend. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like a small vacation. Yeah, I get a little mini vacation going on here, which yep. is nice. So, so yeah, we're back from Hatteras. How how was your Hatteras since the podcast to the end of Hatteras? I thought mine was super fun. <laughs> I got drunk every day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We did record that podcast probably a couple of days into the vacation, I would say. So we probably had... April... It was like Tuesday or Wednesday. 16th or vacation. Yeah, so, so we had three or four more days left yeah. of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. being down there, which was yeah. pretty sweet. Um it was fun we grilled some steaks we yep. ate some we drank some beers mm-hmm. one or two we chilled poolside we watched like this weird pedophile cartoon about like easter whoa dude no 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 i getting Wait, some what? weird vibes the easter bunny some weird is going to town did i leave before that you, mu- must have. you must have. Yeah, you, yeah. you did. It's one of those classic, like, claymation, uh, not uh, stop motion, like, yeah. like you know, um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. and yeah, yeah. yeah, it's that, but it's the Easter Bunny. I was getting some weird vibes from it. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else was. So, is the Easter Bunny a pedo? No, no, he's like a big monster that, that is like... No, not, no, 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 there is a big monster that's trying to impede the Easter Bunny from delivering eggs to the children. Yeah. Okay. But he was yeah. like making up his own rules and why Easter was Easter. He's like, and that's why the eggs are recolored. <laughs> you distract him from the, the rock monster that steals them. Yeah, but dude, the the whole origins of Easter... I mean, I don't know. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Okay, right that's now. a rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn. But anyways, <laughs> vacations. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I we talked about maybe looking up some statistics about vacations and like actually having some useful information. Maybe I don't know if it's useful, fun fact type stuff. Um. So I, I think spent. It a might couple- open some people's eyes. You know. Oh yeah, I I did find some stuff that I realized was uh pretty 
pretty shocking maybe i don't mm-hmm. know but uh, i spent a couple hours um just looking up various statistics on like u.s government websites some like uh other sources for like cnn and uh, usa today like newspaper stuff that <clears throat> had written about uh, vacations as well as like allotted vacation times in other countries that kind of stuff okay um so we can get into some of that basically um I found a website, uh, one of the U.S. travel websites, that had some statistics compiled in 2018 that were about the 2017 year. And um, so 52% of Americans have unused vacation time. Okay. So that's that's pretty much half. Of unused? That, so, yeah, that's half of people in the United States who get vacation We'll get into that later on how much of them actually get vacation, but 52% of Americans have unused vacation time. So that means they get to the end of the year. Oh, uh, okay. And. And. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, there was a, a hummingbird right outside the window. Oh, it was right. quite beautiful. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so 52% of Americans have unused vacation time. So when they get to the end of their year, that means that they haven't taken all of their vacation time. So oh. hypothetically, they're allotted three weeks a year. Yeah. They don't even take the full three weeks. Exa- Half of Americans don't take their full annual vacation. Exactly. Right. Okay. And, I f- there's, and I'm sure we've all heard this from like our friends and coworkers and family and stuff like that of different reasons why people don't vacation. You know, they're like, oh, well, the team needs me. I can't spend time away or I'm going to get behind in my work if I take vacation or yeah. whatever it may be. I think that's part of it. I think also like some people just aren't good at vacationing or they don't know how to plan it properly or plan for it properly. Um, so like they just, it's like, eh, I'm not going to take vacation because I don't have it planned. I don't have anything coming right. up. Why am I just going to take a couple days off? Right. What am I going to do? You know, they don't have hobbies maybe, or they that don't could have be part of it outside yeah. of work. Or maybe they do, but they just, they don't know how to plan a vacation or, or, well, or I mean like when you say like, 50 people 50 percent of the people like have unused vacation i get like uh you know i get like seven or eight hours every month so i'm always gonna have some vacation time in my bank yeah well you know i'm never always gonna have zero that was that was another vacation statistic i found though too is that on average uh government workers get more vacation time than private sector workers in the united states oh hell yeah we do (laughs) yeah baby government workers (laughs) we get all the major holidays we get all kinds of obscure holidays exactly i got i was surprised i was talking to i was talking to someone just like yesterday about it and they can only roll over 20 hours of vacation at the end of the year so they have to use most of their vacation or they'll lose it. Yeah. I can I can roll over five weeks of vacation. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Because I've had jobs where you can't roll over any vacation. You use God it or damn. lose it, dude. I can yeah. roll over five weeks yep. to the next year. Yeah. But I, you can't have more than six weeks. You, they, you It's like it's it's five weeks, use it or lose it. Once you get to five weeks, whatever that is, four times five, 200 hours. But... um. You can roll over whatever you I have. I think I'm the same way. I think I can roll over 200 and... Two hour, yeah, something like 200 that. 200 hours, 250 hours or something like that. Which is pretty amazing. And yeah. that probably accounts for some of that vacation time, too. Some people are getting a boatload. And when and that when that maxes out, then it is it does become a use it or lose it. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, but exactly. that's like a... That's kind of a goal in some people's eyes at work, too. They're like... Like oh, you should just take like a couple of years and just save your vacation up because then you'll have so much you can almost do whatever you want. 
and I'm like, I'm having a hard time, like, just, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to, like, not do anything for five years just just so I can have a bank of <laughs> yeah, hours. Right. What but, if you die before then? What if you go to another job and then you right. lose that vacation anyways? But then on the other side is they have to take off every, a day every single month. They have to take one day off just to just to keep their 200 or oh, they'll so lose that it. they don't start losing. Which yeah. is kind of cool because, like, oh, I'm just going to take a Friday off. Yeah. You know, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like I want to have fun. You know? Yeah, what's the point of banking all that? Right. Mm. Um, Some of the, the nurses that I work with, when they first started in like in the, the hospitals and the government, mm-hmm. the stat they were so short staffed that it yep. was they it was like first couple of years it was actually hard or, or impossible to take vacation. Yep. So naturally they had accrued this bank account over several years. Mm. Um yeah, I mean, there's there's many different reasons why. Um, I think for us and the way ours works through like a union is um, seniority gets first choice over the weeks of vacation that they want to take for the year. Yep. And then it kind of goes, um, you know, around in a big circle um, yeah. for two or three rounds until everybody chooses their vacation time. So. Yep. I'm so glad that I don't have to deal with that. Yeah, that's a pretty common practice, I think, in jobs where you have to have staff on yeah. all, at all times. And yeah. yeah. I can just go like the day of. I can be like, hey, I'm taking tomorrow off. <laughs> Any day of the week I want. <clears throat> that's pretty good. I have. It's nice. But I don't work in a, a job like that, really. Yeah, you know? exactly. The yeah. work can get done when it gets done for the most part. Yeah. Unless like you're in that weird busy season. Or, yeah, or like if there's... <laughs> If there's like there's kind of like an underlying rule where it's like don't take vacation during the winter time kind of thing because yeah. we need people exactly and people just do, they just don't do it because yeah. they know you know yeah. so we don't and they, they we have bonuses set aside so people are encouraged to not do mm-hmm. that too um, but back in the day like ten years twenty years ago the way that the vacation structure was was you would get all your vacation for the year on January first so say that like. So we're in like a scale where like you work here for one through five, you get two weeks, five through 10, you get three, 10 through 15, you get four, 10, 15 through 20, you get five weeks Yeah, mm-hmm. type thing. So, but the, every July 1st, June, uh, January 1st, you would get your, all your vacation for the year. Mm-hmm. So there's some dudes who've been there for 20 years. They, they still get that type as opposed to me where I where get, you're accruing where it. I accrue it. Yeah. So some of these old time guys get five weeks vacation January 1st and there's this one dude who doesn't use any vacation and at the very end, the five weeks before January 1st, he takes his five weeks and then he gets <laughs> January 1st, he gets his other five weeks and he goes to another country for 10 weeks. Oh, well, but yeah. Then, but then because of those 10 weeks over, overlap, he gets his holiday pay for Christmas and New Year's and, uh, Thanksgiving and those don't count as his vacation days, so he's end up he's ends up being in another country for like three months. Well, that's every two. A, that's years. a pretty cool strategy. Isn't that too. sick? That's, I'm like, damn, smart. that's sick. He's yeah. just like three months every other year. He's like in another country and just chills. That's pretty neat. I'm like, damn. Yeah. So, um, in in general, um, vacation the average number of vacation days taken is going up in the U.S., which is a good thing. It right? is a good thing. Yeah. So um, it increased from. 16.8 days a year to 17.2 days a year. A small increase, but sure. still, that was from 2006 to 2017. 
Um, one pretty shocking stat that I find was how many days actually get forfeited in a year. And in 2007, or <clears throat> in, um, yeah, 2017, 212 million vacation days were forfeited. That means... So, they, it was a use it or lose it. Yeah. And people chose, oh, fuck it. I'm just not going to use it. Essentially, yeah. 212 million, million vacation days. days. Yeah. And that is equivalent... That must be... Dude, the only way that is possible <laughs> is if it's like, for all the people every year who retire, lose their vacation. I don't know, they have man. racked up over like 40 years. I'm, I'm sure it's a, it's multiple things, right? That's... And then there's 300 million people in the country. Exactly, but mo- so 200 million days. <laughs> yeah, but and then there's like fucking 10 uh, percent are unemployed, <laughs> and then there's like fucking 40 percent who are under 18. <laughs> it's like where the fuck are these days coming from? <laughs> yeah, but think, <clears throat> but think about it though. If half of Americans have unused vacation time, okay, and let's say they're they're getting 10 to 15 days of vacation, right? Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. That is- now that th- that's gonna rack up. That that's gonna hit. You're probably gonna hit that 212. I think that's that came from. Um, USTravel.org That is crazy though Yeah So what does that translate into money? Money wise that's 62.2 billion dollars Our lost lost benefits uh, Yeah That companies are like yes You'd have to pay that Basically Damn How crazy is that? insane that makes me sad a little bit like i know right yeah that's people should just enjoy their life man just take the vacation yep but like we were talking about before too it's like i think a lot of it is that people aren't taking vacations even though they should oh yeah but in some cases they're getting forfeited because maybe they they just have a bunch of time and they don't there's a couple guys there's at least one guy at work where i'm like dude you have so much vacation why don't you just take a day off and he's like what no yeah. He's like, if I take a day off, then I have to go hang out with my wife. Or, or he's like, then I have to go do chores around the house. So he's like, he would rather come to work than, than like work around the house wow. and like clean and like. It was, that's a real thing. <laughs> that's that's that, definitely you know, a real thing. A thing. And he's like, he'd rather just like be away from his obligations at home, you know? So. I would rather take a day off and tend to those obligations. <laughs> right. Give it fucking 40 years, maybe he'll change your mind. <laughs> yeah, true, true. You have to come back to my kids, my wife, and my dirty house. I'm going to stay here at work forever. Some people just are like miserable. the distraction of, they like working. Yeah, that's they true. Just, they, I wish I could take uh, forever off so I can just get half the stuff I can get done. Well, I like working too, but I mean, I think there, you need to find that right balance of working and taking days off and right, yeah. because it's going to help you in both aspects of your life. And I have some statistics on that that we'll get into. Um, well, another interesting thing I found that um, people in the South are more likely to take vacations than people in the Northeast. I can see that. <clears throat> I can also see that. We have a very high work ethic out here. I, I would say from, I mean, I haven't lived in the South, but I've, I mean, it, there is a pretty good culture of people who are like hardworking people up here that like feel that they can't Dude. leave their job because they really need to you know put it, which is a good thing. But then again, I think you need to have that balance. You know? I think there's something about New England where we are worth work ethic is like so much harder than other states. When I went to California, dude, they were like, yeah, man, whatever. It'll get done when it gets done. They're like super slow pace. Things took a long time to happen. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like kind of like in a chill, mellow mood, which isn't a bad thing. No. But from 
just being like 24 and I mean kind of being thought I was kind of lazy going there I was like the champion I was like <laughs> dude let's get this shit going man I'm fucking I'm not gonna sit around here I'm wasting time yeah I had like where the difference between here in in California when I was working in my experience there was a point where this guy was down maybe like five hours south of me I was in San I was in San Francisco and he was down in Pismo Beach and he needed like a stack of papers that I had mm-hmm. and he's like oh I need the maps that you have can you drive down here and, and give them to me and I'm like I'm at my hotel I can just fax them to you buddy it'll you know it'll save us both five hours and you know I can go do something else and you yeah. can do something and it's like no no just come drive down and I'll pay you to drive down and blah 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 and he's like why don't you get your friend to drive with you you know so he paid me and my buddy to drive five hours south and then five hours back he paid for a hotel just to hand him papers and I'm like I could have faxed you this dude I don't want to drive this yeah. don't you understand yeah. he's like chill man it's alright I'm like no I mean we've got the technology now we right. have the technology <laughs> whereas like if I did that up here I'd probably get fired oh, yeah. <laughs> like bro you could have faxed this to me <laughs> yep. and it's kind of like they you know I don't know our worth ethic is just higher that's what I think I don't know yeah. so that makes sense maybe they're just like let's I mean, take a it's, vacation it's, and we're it, like, there's definitely work. a different vibe there's a different culture in the northeast than there is in the south or even in the west coast you know mm-hmm. are I mean I can see it we even, might not be harder workers <clears throat> but we're like more I don't know um, we're probably more impatient I'm trying to get the shit done I don't know Impatience probably definitely has something to do with it. I think it's also sort of what we value in terms of what we feel as, like, what we think successful is or what success is. Yeah. And and in the Northeast, I mean, I can definitely see, you know, being that hardworking, you know. Getting shit done. Getting shit done, you know, <laughs> go, go, go mentality is definitely something that's highly valued here. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really not my style. Yeah. (laughs) I say for me, like, I would rather go to work, get all the tasks that I need to complete done, and then leave rather than be at work and kind of have to, like, all right, there's not that much going on today. We'll kind of take it at a slow pace. I would rather go in, work my ass off for six hours and get out early yeah. imagine if it, and like, do a everything list. that I needed to do imagine if, it, if you went to work you had a list of stuff if you got all that stuff done then you go home you get paid whatever you get like, you got just paid by the day so no matter what okay. you did yeah that would be really cool like cause the job that I have as long now, as it was reasonable yeah <laughs> we're spending like 15 hours there trying to get ridiculous <laughs> yeah. shit done no exactly like in general we have a list of stuff at the brewery where it's like okay these are all the things that we need to complete today so we'll just work on all those tasks throughout the day. And they're usually set up in a way that it's in our allotted work day. Every now and then you get out a little bit early. Sometimes it's a little bit later. But wouldn't that be really cool if like, we could have that thing where it's like, all right, here's your task for today. Get them done. If you get done early, go home. But you still get paid for your allotted day. Yeah. And I guess salary jobs are like that a little bit. But I don't – I think this is some kind of – this would be something different than salary almost. Yeah. You know? And I feel like some salary jobs just take advantage of the person more than they get oh, advantages that, for. Yeah, yeah. It's like we can make exactly. this guy work overtime and pay him the same amount. Yep. And those guys tend to like – I think I, I read somewhere where salary guys tend to work more than an hourly waged guy does anyway. 
I'd they end up working longer hours. In my experience, wise. that's probably most of the case. I mean, the people that I've run into or the jobs that I've had. Yeah. But that does still vary. You know? Right. It depends on how much you can get away with, too. <laughs> if you can be a salaried guy and just fucking just coast in that, oh. in that good line where you're just like, oh, I'm just going to skip out today. And hopefully someone else <laughs> does my job for me. <laughs> Or you're getting enough, just enough done, or yeah. whatever. Like you're just doing the bare minimum and getting away with it. But. Yeah. So um, the next uh, set of stats I have is basically how the U.S. compares to other countries. Okay. Mm. Oh boy. And this is more specifically like developed countries. All right. So the United States is the only developed country in the world without a single legally required paid vacation or holiday. The U.S. does not require employers to legally give their employees vacation days or holidays. Damn. What? Yes. The thing is, though, did you have know you that? ever <laughs> worked that. at a place that doesn't do that? Not in my adult life. Right. Me either. The, the retailer's bordering that. Yeah. In your retail job, you're getting the bare minimum for oh, sure. sure. Yeah. But I've never been to a job where you're like, no, you're coming into work on Christmas, bitch, and you're going to like it. <laughs> it's like you don't get any – if like – because no one – because, you know, it's a free market. No one would work there. So they, they almost have to do that. Yeah, yeah. If you told some guy that he's not going to be able to go home on Christmas or he, you don't get vacation days, he's probably going to tell you to screw off. Because probably. chances <laughs> are you're also getting paid minimum wage. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How like, much is it worth I'll go it? work at McDonald's and get that shit. You know, well, I yeah. mean, like you said, the retail companies—they're starting Black Friday earlier and earlier these years. And now, yeah. now everybody's starting on Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. You know, four o'clock right after dinner. Like if I worked on Thanksgiving, I'd be getting double time. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so in comparison, um, by law, every country in the European Union has at least four work weeks of paid vacation. That's, that's a man- lot. That's Four, mandated by law. That's work weeks yeah. of paid vacation. Yes. That's a lot. That's a lot of vacation time. Exactly. Does that count sick time, vacation, holiday? That, that's holiday, vacation. Yeah, that's everything that's rolled everything. into one. Yeah, but that's like that's mandated by law. In the yeah. U.S., you don't have your employers don't have to give you vacation. And I know in a lot of like small companies starting up. They don't really give their employees vacation because they can't they can't really afford to unless they're making a bunch of money or maybe once they start to get more money then they'll start to offer their um, their employees vacation days but it can be tough. Um, so I, I got some stats on the top eight countries for paid time off. I'm gonna take a guess at what the number <laughs> one is. Okay, there's a tie for number one. Is the tie between? Um Spain and Italy? You're close. All right. <laughs> Spain's number two. Okay. Right. Or actually, Spain's tied for three and four. Number one and number two, It we'll get to that. I'll go in the reverse order. <laughs> so uh, New Zealand, Italy, and Belgium are six, seven, and eight, and they all have 30 days. Okay. France is 31. Spain and Germany are 34. And the top two are Portugal and Austria with 35. 35 what? Mandatory vacation days. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Mandatory. Yeah. So I don't have like a crazy good job. Anyone could go to any – this is for Massachusetts. Anyone could probably get a job working for a DPW, 
you know, if you went to become a firefighter, a police officer, a public works person, working for Massachusetts, you get 13 holidays. Yep. You get bare minimum two weeks vacation and you get 10 hours a month on sick days. That together is five and a half weeks of government of of just time off. That's yeah. pretty good, that's man. Bare, you're, that's bare you're minimum. On the higher end that's of that, five though. and a half weeks. You're on the higher that's end. That's three hundred that. hours Definitely. a year. Yeah. Um. Then if you get higher, you know, you stay there for you get an extra week. That's three weeks, and you go there if you do your whole career. That's five weeks total. So that's almost eight or nine weeks yeah. a year. Um. And that doesn't count like your rollover for sick time and stuff. And that's it's not like I needed a college degree for this. You just apply and you'll get a job if you're a competent person, really. Um, I mean, obviously, if you work in retail, fast food, um, you know, crappier jobs, probably, you would get way less than that. Yeah. But So, so, I mean, America isn't too bad. So the average private sector U.S. worker received 16 paid vacation days and holidays. So that's together. That's together. 16. Wow. That's not good. And, and so <laughs> no. I, I was going to say by comparison, I think that's about what I get is, is okay. It's, it's in that neighborhood. I don't, I work four day weeks. So I don't know if like my, do my four day weeks count as five days. Is that they, so they like, do because you're working that 40 many hours. hours. Yeah. So if we go by hours or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I probably get about 16 then. And Damn. that includes holidays and vacation time. I don't know what I get. You, I, you I, get 13 <laughs> days holiday for sure. Oh, yeah. Because we're all government. Right. But I don't know what I get. I think I, I either get four hours of vacation per paycheck or eight hours per you, pay period. So I get 3.5 every paycheck, every week. I get 6.7 every month. Okay. 6.7 is two weeks vacation a year. Okay. And then after five years, I'll get 10. And then after... 15 I'll get fit I'll get 15 and then after 20 I'll get 20 plus you get separate sick leave right yeah you get 10 hours a month for yeah. so two three weeks yeah sick time and you also get all those government holidays too 13 oh, yeah. holidays yeah yeah exactly yeah but the thing is it's a law in Massachusetts where you have to have at least one week sick time they passed that law a few years ago okay yeah so you have to have at least a week of sick sick leave Soon, they just started taking taxes out in Massachusetts for. Um, I heard about this. Ma- yeah, maternity. So we're all getting. If you live in Massachusetts, you get a certain amount of taxes taken out of your check every week, and in twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, one of those. It's for the pe- FMLA. You'll have there's maternity leave. You get you get an extra couple weeks of maternity leave. Yeah. Well, that's good. And yeah. and if you're a guy, you get that as well. Um, and if you don't have kids, you also get that for other things. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a wife or a dog, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like a. But it's gonna take a few years for them to get the cash all in a bank account, invest it, make money off of it, so they have this account that people can use. Yeah, exactly. So Portugal and Austria were tied for number one with thirty-five days. That's. Uh, yeah. That's average. That's correct. Average. So there's more and less. No, but there's not less. Those are required by oh, law. Yeah. Damn. Wait. Yes. So even if say I worked at a, at a McDonald's. at a McDonald's in New Zealand, no, in Austria, Portugal or Austria, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be I'm mandated 35 days. days 
of vacation time? Yeah, so Austria guarantees workers the most time off, okay? And they have a legal minimum of 22 paid vacation days and 13 paid holidays each year. Dang. Yes. Now, let me be clear. I just know that McDonald's is everywhere. I'm not familiar with any restaurants or stores (laughs) that are in Austria, so I just use that as an example. Austria Austria are us. (laughs) Come on down. (laughs) Get your muscle milk. Exactly. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. So um, one in four American workers don't get any vacation time. Damn. Yeah. Would those be like part-time just part-time employees. I would assume people that, above eighteen who can work legally, right? I, yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure on that stat. We exactly. talking about babies here. We talking no, about babies. No, like, definitely like paper roots. And- <laughs> working adults. I, I don't know if it's full-time versus part-time. I would imagine the stats full-time, but damn. Yeah. I wonder what job, what job that would be. That would suck, dude. I mean, I'm telling you, dude. That part of that is like small companies that just can't afford yeah. yet to give that they're just starting up, you know. And maybe those companies will do more successful, and then they'll be able to offer right. their their employees those benefits, or they'll crash and burn, or they crash and burn. Yeah, exactly. And then you just didn't get any vacation time. Yeah. You know, that's that's a risk you take with smaller companies, or just companies that don't have a good um, vacation program or don't really have good employee incentives. I, I, I mean, who knows, man. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like some weird, small like restaurants just starting up, or yeah, who knows, I don't know. Man, so whatever. if anybody has any good examples, like get at us, you know. Yeah, like, call us up. Uh, they're open hotlines <laughs> <laughs> that we don't yeah. have. Yeah, don't call us. Um, so basically, like from what I could find, there were some studies done on people who take vacations versus don't, and those who don't take time off are in general, sicker, less productive, stressed, and more anxious and depressed, basically. (laughs) Sounds right. (laughs) Yeah, which I mean, (sighs) makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's allergy season, ladies and gentlemen. It is, I'm dying. Yeah. I took my Allegra today. This is brought to you by. God damn. What else you got? Okay, so the last um, set of statistics I've got is actually based on beach vacations. We The classic How many family. shark attacks there are? No, 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 oh, no, no That no, makes no, so no. much sense. No, is why do we go to the beach? Why are beach vacations so popular? I don't know, man. Why is that a thing? I, well, fucking, I did some research. I fucking hate the beach. Does anyone else like the beach? You go there, it's sandy and hot. There's like five other five hundred thousand other fat seals there, just like <laughs> laying down in the sand. You're like buying shit food for like fifty five percent overpriced. I would rather go to the woods. Fuck yeah! yeah. I would rather no be in the woods. No one goes to the woods these days. I would rather the beach versus the woods. I mean, I, mean, I don't, I don't know the statistics on at that. at the beach, though. Yeah, but I didn't... You know what? I only went to the beach, the actual beach, like, once. And I was like, all right, this is lame. Let's get the fuck out of here. But it is nice to look at, though. You know what I mean? And we weren't there. I like beaches when there's less people there. Sure. You know, I do the, you know, the water and watching the calm waves and everything. It is, like, a nice serene thing, but also very, like, jaunting, looking out at the ocean and seeing how, like, massive and you know scary it is is, it's kind of neat too um but essentially um 
beach vacations started because of uh, the British, actually. Fucking goddamn Brits. Yeah, which is which is pretty crazy. Wait, wait. So why? <laughs> what about? The- so it all happened sometime around um, the late 18th century. Okay, basically when industrial revolution started to happen, that was part of it. And then the other part of it was that doctors at the time, medicine was still, you know, in its early phases. And doctors were prescribing people to go, you know, bathe in the cold ocean water for different symptoms of different things. Dude, I always hear people like poison ivy, rashes, like, dude, go to the beach, just soak in the water and it'll clear right up. Something about the salt water and the mineral content. Yeah, all the time. All that stuff. Yeah, so it was basically this, this, um, and this combination of the doctors prescribing people to go to the beach for a certain amount of time to like wash themselves in the ocean and cure themselves of things. But the other part of it was like um, uh, essentially within the industrial revolution. Now cities were being built more industrialized. Now you're having worse air quality, that kind of stuff, sure. more hustle and bustle. Go get some fresh and air. People wanted to get some fresh air and go. So that those two things together kind of made in Britain made everybody go to these beaches. And as the, the Brits were enjoying these beach, starting to enjoy these beach vacations, they spread the word to places around Europe and now into America. And it's reaching like, uh, they're starting to make resort town resort towns on like the ocean side. And it started in the Northeast in the United States and then just started to crawl down the coast. And then obviously over time spread out West. But, well, I mean, you think most of most of the States in America are landlocked. I mean, they don't have access to the beaches. Exactly. And you know, are they though? Is there more States on the border? Of the country or in the inside of the country? I would say. Oh. Mm. Well, if you're doing by number of states. Yeah. And population. Ooh. Oh, my God. Population, too, would probably I guarantee you the population is more on the coast than on the inside. Probably. But God that, damn, but that's, 100%. Yeah, but I would bet that's, my that's across the babies. world. That's civilization, man. Yeah, you right. Always had that's to, the trade routes, right? Port towns, port trade towns, routes, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah but, that makes sense. But how many people, like, how many of us live on the ocean? No, but. Well, we, we live in states that border the ocean, right. but how often do you actually do you visit get to the, the ocean? The actual ocean where you can see waves? Never. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Once a year, maybe. Yeah. Right. So I can see the, like, that that draw if you're not you know if you're we have easy access to the ocean yes we drive literally a half minutes. hour east exactly we're going to the, we can see the ocean pretty much yeah so we're and then we drive a half hour north and we're in the mountains yes okay so, baby mm, we're, we're, <laughs> <England>. <laughs> yeah. but not everybody can do that no. so i can see that draw of you know a change in scenery a change in and yeah. all of that to get to the beach mm-hmm. and then when you think of like Retirement, you think of, or you get a, you get, you win the lottery. Mm-hmm. You're gonna move to like Mexico, and you're gonna live on the beach, and you know there is a the weird, sand. there is a weird like thing in your brain that makes you think that like, you know, like uh, luxury, not luxury, but like the water is like your harmony and your like vacation, your 
retirement, you know? It's yeah. been glamour- glamorized a lot, right? Beach yeah. vacations and yeah. water, Oceanside stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, I actually found this Michigan study that um, focused on a city in New Zealand that concluded that being in a location where you have a lot of chance to see blue spaces like open sky and bodies of water leads to lower levels of psychological distress. So... I mean, it would make sense where you're going to the beach and you're you're de-stressing for a number of reasons. Obviously, and now you're telling your friends, "Hey, it's a it's a cool vacation." Or yeah. what, like we talked about in the first part, how a lot of our childhood vacations were going to the water, going to the beach, that kind of thing. And right. now it's a family tradition, and you carry that on, and it just goes on and on. Fuck that. Well, I'm even not, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not carrying that shit on. We're going to the woods, baby. Going to the woods. We're going camping, fishing. Yeah. But so you know. But but look at beach culture. I mean, you go down to those Cape Towns and and along the coasts, and they're I mean they're laid back, man. They live slower. They live yep. kind of a yeah. little bit more easier lives. Yeah, I don't know about easier, but you know, at least a more slower chill. lifestyle, a more relaxed yeah. lifestyle. You know, beach vibes, bro. Yeah, and that'll di- like differ a little bit depending on where you are, on what coast, and on what part, north or south, and and yeah. there's different cultures that you know exist in those regions but i mean in general yeah i think psychologists should be prescribing time in the woods fuck antidepressants man oh definitely spend spend like a week in the woods and come out definitely yeah Yeah. which i think we talked about in the first part of this episode too that we really want to do an episode on camping and hiking and i mean we're probably gonna do a few episodes on all that stuff yeah because uh, that's something that we all really enjoy. Well, we got do. our big Katahdin yeah. trip coming up in yep. August. Yeah. I'm going to try to do a lot of hiking and camping this year. Yep. Got a through hike July 4th weekend, hopefully. Fingers crossed if everything works out. Yeah. Katahdin, mm-hmm. August. I got a canoe trip the weekend after Katahdin. Oh, that's right. Big yeah. canoe trip. It's going to be fun. Yep. <laughs> Mostly be drinking, but we'll be camping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Canoeing. All part of it. But, yeah. Um... So I get a couple wrap-up things here. Uh, I wanted to kind of reference the first part of this um, podcast a little bit. We talked about how I uh, was playing The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yes, you were. And how I wanted to beat it. And I don't know. I just didn't feel like doing it. So I didn't you beat failed. it. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> but I yeah, but did you, though? Because if you don't feel like doing it, then you made the right choice anyways. Exactly. I succeeded. You did get far, though. I did get far, and I had fun playing it. You got, what, 80, would you say 80%? I would say 80%. Yeah. How many more temples did you have left? What, what did you have left? So I had the, the Shadow Temple, the Spirit Temple, and then the final Ganon's Fortress. For people who don't yeah. play the game, how many total temples are there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. It depends. Well, there's, there's three as Young Link. Yeah. Then there's... There's five plus, like, two or three mini ones like you know the ice caverns in the uh, the bottom of the well oh right yes and, and yeah and then you do the spirit temple as a child and then you do it as an adult and then yeah there's so would you so say like 15 i don't know man whatever let's just say i was 80 percent 80 percent that's still pretty good yeah no and it was fun and then i was done with it and i had more fun doing other things yeah yeah um did we finish all the beers that we brought I thought we did, but you said we didn't. No, we came really close, though. What, like 10, we 10 leftovers? Really, there, there was somewhere in that. It was less than a case, definitely. Yeah. You guys couldn't shotgun that before you left the house? Dude, you know, you got to drive safe. Long drive. Uh, yeah, we had to go up to Dogfish and uh, drink some more beers there. <laughs> yeah. God. I, I stopped I'm, off at Dogfish Head um, 
on the way in, right? Me and Neen, and we grabbed uh, a bottle of that hop-infused gin that they were selling. Oh, nice. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I got some of that from my buddy. Yeah. Sweet. How was it? Did you try it yet? I, I'm not cracking that yet, uh, man. I'm saving that. Saving it? Because um, I was asking the brewery, and apparently they are not making that anymore. Oh, really? Mm. And Maybe I wonder it, if that has to do with the buyout from the Sam Adams Brewery Company. Oh yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about that, but we'll, we'll definitely touch upon that subject in another uh, episode, in another podcast. Yeah. yeah. God damn it, motherfucking um, bullshit. Yeah, so I don't know. You guys got any last wrap up thoughts about vacations or or what we said here? James, you had a story about a one legged <laughs> seagull with one eye. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, you guys. All right, everyone's everyone lay back, relax, <laughs> enjoy the next story about the one-eyed, one-legged seagull. All right. So what what happened with this guy? So I was probably like, you know, I will say I'll, I'm gonna say I'm I was 12. We we go to Gunkwood Beach out in Maine. Lots of crabs. That's where I got my uh, giant stingray where I burned in coke. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's always fucking seagulls flying around the beach looking for scraps. Of course, you're eating your sammies. You're eating your mozzarella sticks, ice cream cones. And they're just like, waiting for some food. You throw them some food. They all attack each other, trying to get that one little scrap. Well, one day I was at the beach. There's this one, like, giant fucking seagull. He's probably double the size of all the other seagulls. And you know, like, he's obviously getting most of the scraps because he's so big. All that protein. Sure. And he's, All that protein. He, he's like in a profile stance, so I can only see him on like in the you know on the side. Yeah. So, so you it can't looks tell like it looks has, like he has two legs. Yeah, yeah. But then I throw food, he turns around, and he's got one fucking leg, and his other eye is completely like caved in and gone. Oh my god! But he is still fucking up all the little seagulls for that little french fry or whatever i had wow and you that's probably how he lost the leg and how he lost his eye fighting probably. over food yeah imagine the, being that kid though who fed him that french fry and he lost his leg getting that french fry oh my and god the other don't feed the wildlife no don't yeah. feed the wildlife yeah that's it yeah but one more story <laughs> all uh, right you know like fucking six years later not the same seagull different I seagull i was gonna say that would be pretty wild <laughs> uh, i was in the shaw's parking lot in Clinton and we thought it'd be a good idea to like dip popcorn in vodka and throw them to the seagulls <laughs> and <laughs> I don't that's that's weird that's really weird but okay we're bored and drunk and kids yeah I was dipping <laughs> just drunk kids <laughs> dipping dick, dipping popcorn in vodka and throwing it to him and one seagull like ate one he's like and he like tried to cough it up, but he couldn't. And I was like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna die! Let's get out of here!" Oh no! But he didn't. He didn't die. He just oh. got drunk as fuck, and he's like flying around, all weird. That's it, baby. All right, mm. sweet. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening to our vacation stories, guys, and our fun facts. All right. Good night. Yeah. Um, Sleep tight. Yeah. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> and remember to you know do the social media thing, all that jazz. Check us out on Instagram. We're getting new pics all the time. And Facebook. And one thing I want you guys to do is, you know, just message us. Let us know how it's going. I want to know if this podcast is good or if it's bad. I want to know if you guys want some different guests in. You guys got some cool guests and you want us to come in and say, yeah. I got it. I did get one criticism uh, from, a, from a listener. All right. Uh, he made the comment of um, episode one. All right. Okay. Yep. James was sort of doing a recap of what's to come, like what we should expect in future TFK episodes. Yeah, yeah. And James promised the audience in episode 10 
Uh-oh. That I would, oh, I would be fighting a lobster with my face. Ooh. <laughs> and we never did that. Yeah, that was, yeah, History of Beer Part 1 was Episode 1, History of Beer Part 2 it was, episode, it was 10. episode 10. All right, so maybe in Episode 100. How about yes. Episode 12? This episode coming out... Justin's gonna fight a lobster with his face. <laughs> we'll give him a two-inch blade he holds between his teeth, and he's got. Ah, but this episode's yeah. over. This is the end of the episode. It's true. Yeah. Episode thirteen. All right. So that well, was uh, uh, that. That listener is uh, Thomas McDonald from Buffalo, <laughs> New York, and that was his big complaint. Thanks, right. Thomas. Shout and out to Tommy. Shout out to Tommy. Tommy. All right. And we're gonna get that on tape and send it to you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. See ya. All right. Bye. Sausage candles.